HBC. Episode 6, we in this thing. Hope everybody had a good week. Had a pretty good week myself. Hope you were healthy. Hope you were productive. Hope you did what needed to be done. Damn it, we here. We back. Feeling good. Feeling great. Man, I know I'm meant for this podcast and shit, man, because before I even hit record, I still get butterflies in my stomach. That's how I know something's up with this. Every time I log on, every time I check my stats, man, I'm finding out more people are checking this out, more people are tuning in, more people are seeing what we're about. I appreciate that. I appreciate you if you put me on other people, your friends, all our people in Germany, all our people in South America. Across the U.S., shout out to Georgia, Texas, Nevada, Arizona, California, Montana. Yeah, that's right. We in Montana, goddammit. We trying, man. We trying to do the damn thing. Wow. It's been a long week. Good week. I'm not complaining. I'm sitting here sipping my wine. Just put the joint out. I'm going to try not to smoke this episode. That doesn't mean you can't, though. You know I encourage everything. We're family. I don't judge. Well, being that, we're back for some more to see what's been going on in the world. It's with heavy hearts. It's with uh, major sadness that I have to start to show off in this manner. But I do want to send my condolences out to the families of the 10 individuals that perished in Colorado I also want to send my condolences to the eight people who were tragically taken in the shootings that took place in Atlanta last weekend with the spa shootings. Um, So I'm I'm pretty sure if you watch the news, you already know. um, I want to start off with the shooting that took place in Atlanta. I'm not going to. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm I'm not going to give the suspect any airtime on my platform if you want to find out his name you can go check that out uh but the 20 year 21 year old suspect uh went to three different locations and gunned down um and ended up killing eight people um they're saying that this guy had a sexual addiction now according to captain jay baker of the Cherokee police department. He is quoted as saying that the, well, I'm going to say the, the suspect who has been apprehended. Captain Jay Baker says that the suspect had a bad day. And, and the result of him having a bad day was eight people being gunned down. Now, do I have to tell you what color this person was? And I'm talking about the suspect, not not Captain Jay Baker. Do I need to tell you? I don't want to be that guy. Go ahead and guess. I'm going to take a sip of my wine. Go ahead and guess. Mm -mm -mm, Some good wine. Oh, he was white. You already know. And it sucks that you can't do 
simple things as and go to a massage parlor or even go to the goddamn supermarket with what happened in Colorado. Ten people, including a police officer, at the King Supers supermarket in Boulder, Colorado. The police officer that died was the first on scene. Super tragic, tragic story. I mean, and this happened on Monday. There were, um, it's, it's just so sad, man. You know, when, when you look around in this world and you're looking around to see what's going on, I'm on CNN.com right now. And they're saying this is the seventh. This is the seventh mass shooting in the U.S. that happened in the past seven days. You had Atlanta, March 16th, Stockton, California, March 17th, Gresham, Oregon, March 18th, Houston, March 20th, Dallas, March 20th, Philadelphia, March 20th, and Boulder, Colorado, March 22nd. You can go on CNN and, and, and see these mass shootings and see what's been going on. I'm only touching the two that came across my screen, which was Atlanta and which was uh, Colorado. Now, that doesn't take away from any other situations that happened. And my condolences go out to everyone that perished in these senseless murders. To where somebody wakes up and says, you know what, instead of putting the gun on myself, I'm going to put it, excuse me, I'm going to put it on other people. I mean, come on, people. Like, come on. At what point do we put it into this? At what point? What can we do to stop this? I sit around, I sit here, and I look at these stories that constantly keep popping up time and time again. What are we supposed to think? How are we supposed to feel? In what situations do you feel safe nowadays? You can't go to the supermarket. You can't take your girlfriend to go get a massage because you never know. And in the midst of a pandemic, we still have to deal with this crap. We still have to deal with this stuff. People are so fucking selfish. Because those eight lives in Atlanta, those 10 lives in Colorado had nothing to do with that guy. And what strikes me is the fact that these people can commit these type of murders. These people can do these type of acts and they get taken into custody peacefully. There's no struggle. There's no shots fired. There's just nothing. They're just handcuffed and put in a car and taken to the precinct. You have black men out here. Black men in America. Who get choked out for selling loose cigarettes. A guy's running away from the cops and gets shot in the back 10 times. But then according, according to the reports that I read, Dylan Roof. If you don't know, shot um, 
went to the church in Charleston, South Carolina and, and, and killed the people in there that was doing Bible study. The reports say that they took him to Burger King after arresting him. Like a job well done, son. And for that captain at the Cherokee Police Department to sit and say that that man in Atlanta had a bad day? Are you fucking serious right now? It's all right because it's all white. And I'll believe that to the day I die. Challenge me on that. Please. It's all right because it's all white. And that's how they feel. Because that man in Atlanta targeted Asians. He had a bad day. Well, damn it, I would hate to see him on a good day. It's sad we have to talk about this shit. It's it's just ridiculous. And you know what's going to happen? These stories are going to be swept under the rug come next week. Because either something else is going to happen or some star is going to get divorced or some stupid shit like that. And these families are left to pick up the pieces from the senseless tragedy that went on. It's inexcusable. It doesn't make sense. And it gets me pissed off because when you sit and you look around at who are committing these crimes, it's the same people who have everything afforded to them. Young, middle-aged white men who have everything. You have everything. Everything in society is geared towards you and your success. And because you couldn't do what you needed to do with it, you have to kill other people that you see living their lives and being successful and doing what they need to do with the opportunities that's afforded to them. You don't even have the decency to kill yourself. You have to take other people. That's where the problem comes in. That's where the issues come in. And when you see the responses of the police department when they're dealing with these people, they don't care. I said it. They don't care. Because it's not our people. So, again, I want to send my prayers out to everyone that lost their lives in all these situations. It's, It's senseless. It doesn't make sense. It's sad that we even have to talk about these type of things. And I, when I sit here and I think and I, I look at these reports, it's just fuel to the fire. There's so much hate in our country. So much division. And these situations don't make it better. Because all it does is make people be on edge. It puts everyone else on edge. 
it makes everyone else say, you know what? Uh, I don't want to do this. It makes everyone say, ah, you know what? I'm okay. I don't need that. It's sad, but you know, hey, you got to do what you got to do. I'm not telling anybody to feel how they want to feel about it. I have my thoughts. I have my opinions. But it's sad. And I pray to God that's not how I go out. I hope I'm not in the store trying to shop for my family or something like that and just some fucking lunatic comes in and and tries to do something like this to me. I hope not. So, moving on in other news, we have Sawitee and Quavo, the world's most favorite couple, is no longer together. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do now? This was the same woman just a few months ago bragging about the Birkin and hey, if he ain't buying you a Birkin bag, he for the streets. Give him to the streets, ladies. And you see, I think this is a prime example because you have these 1%, these women at the at, at, at the top percentage of, of earners giving these regular women these goals and aspirations that aren't realistic. I'm not saying it's I'm not saying you can't dream about having a Birkin bag or a Gucci bag. But excuse me, ma'am, if you can't buy that bag yourself, don't tell your man you want it. If you can't do the things that you want for yourself, stop expecting somebody else to do it for you. Are you worth a Birkin bag? What are you doing in your life that deserves that? Because I know most women wear a fucking Birkin bag would be worth more than their life. It's worth more than everything they own put together. They will be better off just reselling the Birkin and then taking that money and doing something with themselves. But this is what I try to get at with these people in these, these social media relationships. It's cool when everything is good. It's cool. But once everything goes down and she's coming out saying that, you know, he stepped out on the relationship and, and, you know, she's been done for a while and, you know, it's, it's sad. It's sad because just a few months ago, let's not forget what her message was in Valentine's day and all this other stuff. You in Vogue magazine, all hugged up, you know? And what can you do? What can you say? 
I really don't give a fuck. I'm I'm telling you, I, I'm I'm giving this news to you because this this is what we do at the Ghetto Smart Podcast. This is why you here to hear this shit. But to be honest with you, this type of shit I don't care about. It's none. It's honestly none of my business. None of our business. She came out and said she's single. She came out and said, "Hey, you know, love is lost. You 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 step out on a relationship. You give the love somewhere else. I don't want it." understandable that's cool that's great he comes out and says hey i'm not gonna put my business out in the streets you know what it is you letting people know what time it is you letting people know we're not together okay that's fine but my thing is who's the loser i never heard of saweetie before quavo Mm. Mm-mm-mm. I like this one. Now, I could be wrong. I'm just saying, I didn't hear her until him. So, when I look at these type of situations, I just hope that, you know, nothing malicious comes out from her in about him. I hope there's nothing that he did behind closed doors that can damage his reputation. Because I was just telling you a few weeks ago that there were rumors circulating that her and Cardi were beefing. And I went off on this whole diatribe of, oh yeah, I'm glad she came out and was the bigger person and said what she needed to say. So I got respect for her. That's, that's, that's not an issue. I respect the young lady. But I just look at the the message and the rhetoric that she spews to these young ladies on Instagram and Twitter and on social media, giving them the wrong connotation of what a relationship should be. Instead of saying, okay, look, you, you, you come into a relationship, you build and, and you, you guys do that. It's just like, yo, look, if he ain't buying you a fucking Birkin bag, leave him alone. And she can come out and say, oh, I didn't mean it like that. That's not what I meant to say. But these birds out here are so fucking stupid. They take everything literal, literal. And the men, there's men out here who have to deal with that shit. You have baby mamas who are breaking up families because the man is out there working, trying to provide for her and the kid. And he can't buy her a Birkin. So I'm going to break up my happy home. I'm going to go give up my pussy and I'm going to go try to find a man to accept me and my son or my daughter or my kids or whatever I got. That's what that type of rhetoric starts. And those are the same women that'll be at 30, 40 years old saying, damn, why am I single? Where are all the good men at? There ain't no good men out here. So... On to more bad relationship news. Gary Owen and his wife are divorcing. Um, Oh, let me get this story up. It looks like Gary Owen's wife, Kenya Drake, filed for a divorce. There's uh, some messiness going on now where they're trying to say that <clears throat> Excuse me, there's some reports that Claudia Jordan is the reason why Gary Owen and his wife 
are breaking up. I'm not sure. I was reading this story. It was kind of, uh, kind of confusing on what's going on. Like his wife is saying that either she's saying Claudia Jordan is the reason why they're breaking up or she's saying that there are some friends of Claudia Jordan's who slept with Gary Owens. And that's the reason why they're pretty much divorcing. Now, Claudia Jordan's come out and said, she don't know what the fuck's going on. She's not the cause of the shit. His wife was online saying that she is the cause of it and calling her out. This is messy. I like Gary Owen. I I can't lie. I, I'm not a big, big fan of his, but I do enjoy some of his work. I hate to see people, you know, get divorced. You know, I, I believe they were married since 2003. So, I mean, roughly 18 years, you know, almost 20 years. They have children involved. You know, you never want to see that foundation just crack. But one thing about me that I question is that what is it about that 18, 20 year mark with these women in L.A.? It seemed like once they start getting to a certain point in years, it's like, you know what? All right, look, this is your peak. I don't think you're going to earn anymore. I don't think things are getting any better. I'm going to go ahead and split. That's my honest opinion. Because I feel like there's no way if you build with somebody and you grind with somebody and you achieve a certain uh, certain achievements and you get to a certain platform in a certain space in your lives. I feel like there's nothing you can't you can't work out. You can't work out whether it be cheating or whatever. Now, domestic violence. No. On on either side, if the woman's hitting a man, man hitting a woman, domestic violence, you don't work through that. Me personally, I don't work through cheating. If I find out you're cheating, it's fuck you. And you know what? I'll go find somebody who values me as a person. <clears throat> no shame in my game. I'm not here trying to make up. I look at the situation. I reassess. Okay, this is what I did. This is what I did. This is what I did. I'm not doing that again. And then I move on. I'm not going to sit there and try to talk to a child. Oh, why did you cheat on me? Fuck that. I hope that nigga's everything that you wanted. Because at this point, you really have no choice. Wife or not. Baby mama or not. Whatever. So, I'm just sitting here. I I, I hate to see you know, a union of, of 18 years split, you know, I'm never the one to, to congratulate people on being divorced. Um, especially when there's, there's children involved and things of that nature, you you don't never want, you don't never want to deal with anything like that. And I just hope that it doesn't come out that this is messy. I hope it doesn't come out, you know, that there was any anything really, really egregious going on in a marriage because, you know, that wouldn't be a good look on Gary Owens at all. You know what I'm saying? Now, there's a story on Dr. Dre here. Jeez. Come on, computer. Okay. So it looks like here that Dr. Dre is requesting a marriage termination 
and he's looking to have him and his wife designated as single. So they're pretty much, he's pretty much done. It looks like Dr. Dre is looking to have his pretty much be designated as single. To me, it sounds like he either wants to either get ready to marry another woman or he just, he's ready to deal with another woman and he just wants to just be designated as single in the eyes of the law. I don't blame him on that. I feel like Dr. Dre has been been pretty classy during this entire divorce. You haven't heard him coming out in the news, coming out to TMZ saying all this crazy shit. He's pretty much been, you know, complying with everything that the judge has been doing in the court. So I don't see, you know, any any issues there. I just feel like, you know, he's at a point now to where he may be dealing with the young lady. It's just like, look, you're married. I don't want to deal with you. It's against my morals. I don't want to deal with that, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But it looks like, you know, he's um, he wants a marriage termination hearing and he no longer wants to be married to his wife, Nicole. So, you know, this this thing looks like it's, it's starting to get messy. It looks like it's starting to, you know, it's been that way for a while, but it just looks like, you know, there's no end in sight and he looks like he's just trying to get rid of it so that's what's going on with doc dre now to the world's dumbest rapper nba young boy is in fbi custody after lapd cops pulled him over and tracked him down when he allegedly attempted to flee the scene okay so it looks like here that he had NBA Youngboy uh, has an outstanding federal warrant. So they, they were already looking for him. And then there was a, a, a video shoot and it was reported that they had guns. People were flashing guns. They get pulled over and he jumps out the car and runs. Two things for me. One, you're NBA Youngboy. You're one of the hottest rappers in the country. Where the fuck are you going to run and hide in a in a place that you're you, you don't even, you don't live there? You're not from there. So nine times out of ten, the area you were running in, you had no idea where the fuck you were. Two. Boy, you got platinum records. You got money. Your baby mama is Floyd Mayweather's daughter. One of your baby mothers. You have money. Why are you running? Regardless of whether you have a warrant, regardless of whether there's guns in a car, that's why you have your homeboys. Your homeboy is supposed to take that charge, the gun charge. Why are you running? You lucky that canine dog didn't fuck you up. Because if you know the LAPD, like I know the LAPD, they fucks people up. No matter what you do or who you are. So for this guy to be running from the cops and for them to sick the canine on him and and you don't get fucked up, like, come on, man. When, why? I look at, I look at stuff, you know, I work hard. I'm trying to put this podcast together. I'm I'm trying to be productive with my life. I'm I'm trying to do something I love. I wouldn't fuck this up for 
anything. The opportunity to come here and record my thoughts and hang out with my supporters, my listeners. I wouldn't fuck this opportunity up for anything. And you have somebody like NBA Youngboy who's at the top of the game selling hella records, hella money, the world at your fucking feet. And you out here doing this dumb shit like you got something to prove. You see, I think niggas like him don't, they don't care about their careers. They care about two things. They care about one, getting their respect and being a real nigga. And two, they just want to die a real nigga. That's what I feel. I feel like some of these rappers really do the shit they do because they want to die. Life is too hard. This is too hard. The business side of this shit is too hard. But one thing I do know, if I make an album, get killed, my parents or my family will be, my kids will be straight for the rest of their lives off of this one album if I die. Because they know that death adds an extra premium to the album. You think these labels don't know that? Okay, look up I'll Be Missing You by Puffy and Faith. Uh, look up the stats on that on that record and see how much money Sting gets paid because he gets 100% of that song. And they made that song right after Biggie died. And see how much he gets paid a day. I'm not going to tell you. This is a podcast. You do your own fucking research. Hit me up and let me know. And a side note, I love my, I, I love all my listeners. I, I love when y'all hit me up. I, I love when y'all reach out to me in the DMs. But if you're going to reach out to me in the DMs, at least let me know you, you, you fuck with the show. At least let me know your thoughts. At least let me know, you know, how you feel about the show. Just don't hit me up on some other shit. All right. This is a business here. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to do something. Now, I could be like these other podcasters who trying to get you to pay for Patreon and telling you to do all this other stuff. I'm not. I'm trying to provide you this content for free. But you know how people get when you start giving them free stuff. Everybody wants more and more and more and more. And to all the people that was talking shit about my show last week. About my microphone and how it sounded. My cash app is Skull, S-K-U-L-L, 516. Put the dollar sign in front of it. Again, that was Skull, S-K-U-L-L, 516. Since the free content that I'm giving you isn't good enough. Since, okay, yeah, okay, I might have had my mic set up in, a, in, in the wrong place last week. If you want to be rude, if you want to be mean, you want to talk shit, send money to my cash app, Skull516. And then, therefore, I can go ahead and upgrade my equipment to give you better quality. Because, see, for me, I don't mind giving you free content. I don't mind sitting here providing you this, 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 this material that I'm giving you, that I'm creating for you. Me personally, I don't mind grinding for mine. 
just because I don't come on here and ask for donations and I don't ask for you to send me cash apps and sign up for Patreon, don't think I'm not out here hustling. Don't think I'm not out here getting donations. Don't think I'm not out here trying to level up my podcast. I believe at this point that I'm at right now, I just need you to rock with me. Because I know you paying for that subscription. You paying for that subscription. You paying for that subscription. I know. So I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to come here and ask you, hey, guys, look, you know, I only had this amount of money. I was only able to get this type of microphone. I'm trying to get this, that, and the third. Nah. I'm going to sit here and come here week by week by week. And you know what? One day you're going to come in and be like, damn, my boy sound crisp. Sound like he's sitting right next to me. Okay. I see the growth. I see the grind. I see the progression. So either way, I still get your download. I still get your listen. So for everybody that had all that shit to talk last week, that's that's my fault. I could have did a little bit better. But hey, you know what? It is what it is. Because when you go to Benihana's, or if you go to one of these other expensive restaurants and your pasta might be a little bit more than al dente, you ain't taking that shit back. You know what? Oh, you just charge it to the game. It's, I'm at Benihana, whatever. So you'll do it for them, but you won't do it for me. And I'm not asking for any handouts. And I'm not asking you not to hit me up. Talk that shit. But what I'm saying is if you're going to talk shit about the quality, if you're going to try to try to clown me about how something sound, hit the cash app and send me something so I can go ahead and elevate and give you what you want. But until then, I'm going to still keep providing what I know I can provide. Now, Saturday, we had the Ghostface Killer and the Raekwon versus go down. I loved it. I appreciated it. Even though I I I slept through half of it, I, I forgot that shit it was on. I happened to wake up and it was like, oh shit, I was on my timeline. Oh shit, the verses. Let me get on that. And I love it, man, because Ghostface Killer and Raekwon are two of the last people in hip hop you would think to have a versus. And I just love the fact that they get their opportunity to get their flowers. And that's where we're at. That's where we're at in this entertainment world, in the hip-hop world. We don't give ours, our legends they flowers. You know, when you look at somebody like a Big Daddy Kane or a KRS-One or a Slick Rick, why don't the baby hit up Slick Rick and say, hey, I got a song for you? He does all this gimmicky shit anyway. You do all this, you know, extra stuff. Why don't nobody say, hey, why don't, why don't little baby say, hey, Big Daddy Kane, yo, get hey, I got a hook for you. Or, hey, yo, I want to do a remix of your song. Like, yo, shoot me a verse. We don't do that. We don't support our own. Hip-hop doesn't. We're the only genre that doesn't. I mean, hell, look, where do our hip-hop greats go? To the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That says enough. That says enough about what's going on. 
we have to start giving our legends flowers. And that's why I appreciate Versus, man, because it just felt good to sit there and listen to some of those tracks. It felt good to sit there and watch them spit their wisdom, give their jewels to the world. In which nobody would care any other time. And uh, again, it, I'm not going to spend too much time on this. I, I appreciated it. I had a good time vibing out, listening to some of the old tunes. Just made me run through some of my old Wu-Tang classics and only built for Cuban links. And I mean, yeah, like it, it, was, it was great nostalgia. And I, I, I really appreciated. it. I had my wine poured up. I stayed with my wine. You already know that. I had the joints going. You know, shit, it was a motherfucking party over here. I don't know about you. But yeah, we was over here chilling. I mean, just just listen to some of the some of the stuff that they were telling, like at the end where Ghostface is like, yo, like, tell your people you love them. You know what I'm saying? Go to the doctor. It don't even matter if, if something wrong with you. Just find out what's wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, 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 let's just stop living in this world in which we care about everything but ourselves. And sometimes they take our OGs to tell us that because they look at somebody like, like, um, uh, like a ghost face. They'll look at somebody like them and say, Hey, if he's going to do it, I can do it. It's simple as that. It, that's as simple as it, as it is for some people. They see somebody like a Ghostface or Raekwon living a certain way and make them want to move a certain way because that's the OGs that they look up to. So I appreciated it, man. I appreciate Versus. I'm glad that they get to get ownership in a company now that they participated it, participated in it. So, you know, shout out to them. Big ups to Versus on that. Moving right along, man. It looks like our boy Deshaun Watson shit ain't getting no better for this man. Six more lawsuits were filed against him. I mean, I don't know how to feel about this. And this attorney has filed 13 lawsuits against Watson since last week. Claiming inappropriate um touching and words and things of that nature i mean there there's there's a lot of 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 tidbits coming out from both sides you have one side saying that this lawyer is friends with the mcnair family who own the the texans so they're saying that um yeah he's pretty much behind this trying to sully uh deshaun watson's name now i'm seeing reports that are also saying that this news could have came directly from deshaun watson as well trying to sully his name and lower his price to where, okay, it'll make it easier for him to get out because you have to look at it. He has a guaranteed contract. He has his money. He don't give a fuck about the rest of it. In, in NFL and NFL terms, you sign for the guaranteed money. Where you seeing Dak getting a hundred and something guaranteed. That's what it's about getting 70 million next year. That's guaranteed to me. I don't give a fuck about this. Oh, oh, showing up for training camp? Fuck you. Take the little, take the rest of that little money back. I done got the bulk of it. So Deshaun can play this either way. Now, me being in the position that I am, I'm going to take the responsible way and I'm not choosing a side. I personally feel that this is coming from the Texans. Personally. 
professionally, I'm going to say this doesn't look good for Deshaun Watson either way. Because the NFL still has to do their own separate investigation. So even if this stuff isn't true, he can still be suspended or can still face some type of penalty from the NFL for this. Regardless of what's going on in the actual court of law. I find it funny that as soon as this man stands up and says, you know what? I don't want any parts of you anymore. The new head coach comes in and says, hey, we're not trading him. He doesn't talk to him. The new GM comes in. Hey, you know, he refers to Deshaun Watson as the player, not even by his name. So what are we doing? This looks bad on the Texans. But these charges look bad on Deshaun Watson as well. And I'm not going to sit here and act like like everything's okay. I'm not going to sit here and act like everything is cool. I personally feel like Deshaun needs to do something quick to let people know that this is bullshit. Because this man's reputation has gone from 100 to about 40 very, very quickly. And trust me, it is, there's still room for it to drop. So don't sit here and, and don't point the finger at Deshaun just yet. Because one thing we like to do with black people in this country, we like to presume them guilty until they're proven innocent. And we only do it with the black players, with the black, with the black athlete. So I do ask, I do ask that we don't jump to conclusions on Deshaun, but I just find it weird that once he says, yeah, I want to get out of here, this is, this is what happens. Now, looking at the Russell Wilson situation, I'm hoping in my mind, okay, Russell, I hope there's nothing that you was doing behind closed doors that these people know about because uh some uh, analysts on ESPN brought up a, a great point about the Deshaun Watson situation to to go back to that and uh this analyst was saying that what if you know Deshaun was doing all this stuff and they just decided you know the Houston Texans knew about it and they just took care of it they just made sure like, hey, this is our guy. He just signed this contract. He was crying. He's happy to be here. You know what? Hey, look, we'll do you this one solid. Keep playing for us the way you're playing. We'll do you this solid. And then fast forward about six months later, he's saying, fuck you. I'm not showing up to work no more. Trade me. And then this, all this drops. So that's why I say I'm not choosing sides, but I just find it funny that as soon as Deshaun Watson says that he wants to leave, he doesn't want to play for them anymore, this happens. But this is the life of a black athlete. If you don't play ball, we're going to make you fall. That's how those owners play. And it sucks. It it sucks. That's that's just real life. That's that's just how it goes. It's just how it goes.
I don't make the rules. I just tell y'all about them shits. Don't blame me. Now, on to some other news that I was about to talk to y'all about. Uh, LeBron. So, LeBron James has a high ankle sprain and in, is out indefinitely right now. So, that makes AD is currently out and LeBron James is currently out. They were playing Atlanta, ended up getting hurt on Saturday. High ankle sprain. They're saying he's out indefinitely. Now, I feel a few ways about this. One, I love LeBron, the best, one of the best to ever do it. But for LeBron to be the tough, you know, big guy that he is, he sure enough be flailing a lot when he get injured. Like, it, like looking at LeBron injure his ankle, you would have think he broke his his ankle, his MCL popped, his ACL snapped. You would think his career was over. I watched Kobe Bryant tear his Achilles and come back on the court. I saw Klay Thompson tear his Achilles and walk back out and take free throws. I seen LeBron get a wheelchair, get, get in a wheelchair, getting pushed off the court in Miami because he hurt his foot or something. So th- that's that's one. Now, two, this is the break LeBron's been been waiting for. You seen how he was during the All-Star break. He was like a little spoiled little child. I don't see why we got to do the All-Star game because, damn it, you make 40 million a year. Or 30-something million. It's a podcast. Do your own fucking research. 30-something million dollars a year, and you bitching about playing a a meaningless basketball game because you had to go to the bubble. I understand the bubble was hard. I'm not saying it was easy. What I am saying, though, come on, man. Like, LeBron wants it fucking all. He wants it all. He wants the accolades. He wants the championships. He wants, he wants the the credit. He wants it all to be able to to play when he wants to play. And Adam Silver, the Players Association, they showed him that look, dude, this shit's bigger than you. Like you, you're 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 a big piece of our game, but this is bigger than you, because the moment we start listening to you. The moment we lose our authority. So I hope LeBron gets his rest. I hope he comes back for the playoffs. Well rested. I hope AD comes back. I hope they're ready. But hopefully, you know, we don't have to hear him keep complaining about getting rest and all this other stuff. Get better, LeBron, because I love you. You know, I love you. Love y'all. Now, I do want to touch on Samiria Rice, the mother of Tamir Rice, who called, (coughs) excuse me, 
<coughs> and she was calling out Tamika Mallory and Ben Crump regarding, you know, um, well, she was regarding Tamika Mallory's uh, speech for Lil Baby's performance on, on the Grammys. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, oh God. <clears throat> and as you know, you know, Tamir Rice was a young boy who was, uh, who was shot, who was shot by a police officer for having a fake gun. And his mother pretty much was coming out saying that, you know, I'm trying to do things. I'm still trying to, you know, pick up the pieces from my situation. You have people like Ben Crump. You have people like, like Tamika Mallory, who we don't ask them to speak on our behalf, but they come out and they speak on our behalf and they use my son's name and all these other names to build a platform. And then they start making money off that platform. And then that's it. For instance, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter are getting all these donations. What are they doing with that fucking money? Where is it going? You don't see it. All you keep seeing is that all these people are coming out donating to Black Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter, but what are they doing with this money? The only time you see Ben Crump is when it's time to settle from when a black child or a black man was killed by a police officer. Oh, you ain't checked? Oh yeah, he was a part of that George Floyd 27 million settlement, $27 million settlement. Oh yeah, in about a year, check and look and see what he got from that, what his fees are. Since he probably did it pro bono. I, I'm 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 with her. And listening to Charlemagne the God on the Breakfast Club sit there and shit on Samiria Rice. This mother who lost her child who's actually dealing with the brutality that Tamika Mallory's on TV preaching about. Who's firsthand dealing with the shit. Who's been homeless since her son was shot and killed in the street. No help. Still trying to build a center in his name. And you got people like Tamika Mallory who get to profit off of those names, but you don't give back. And then you got Charlamagne the God up there sitting there supporting this woman because she signed to his podcast network. Do your thing, brother. I know you feel that you, that you are high and mighty. Because the white man make you feel, oh, oh, I signed a 50-50 deal. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm on hove in them level. No, bruh. You an employee. Because you still sit down and do that breakfast club every day. That's your day job. Let's not forget. Let's not get cocky. And you sitting here shitting on the mother of a slain son by a police officer. And you talk all high and mighty. And you sit on your fucking pedestal and you believe and you spew it. You want to play what side of the fence you want to be on. It's fucked up. I mean, that's how I feel. That's fucked up. But then at the end of the day, what can you do? 
can't really do anything. Just have to let it go. And I'm not here to bash anybody. That's not what I'm using my platform for. But I just hate when you have people like Charlemagne who, who, whose words carry weight in our community. And I'm pretty sure when Tamir Rice was killed, you can go look up footage of him and how he felt the things he was saying. And then look up the footage of him, I think it was today, saying what he was saying. It's bullshit. And we have to start holding our people accountable when they try to act all high and mighty and like they're the gatekeepers of our of our society and our community. But yeah, man, you can go check this story out. It was just really interesting to me because it's something I always thought about, especially when I saw uh, Ben Crump with uh, George Floyd's family. It's just like, damn. Because I remember seeing you with Trayvon Martin family, I think when they settled something. I think he did Mike Brown family. Like Ben Crump get around. He done, he done found his bag and he getting in it. I'm not mad at him. But we gotta we gotta hold these people accountable. We 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 have to be able to have these real conversations. I'm tired of playing, I'm tired of joking, I'm tired of beating around the bush. We've got to do better as a society and hold people accountable. So, the only new music I really cared about dropping last week was the Benny the Butcher and Harry Fraud, the plugs I met too. Nice little, nice little, little slew of songs by Benny. You know, you know Harry Fraud. Harry Fraud been on fire all year. Shout out to uh, Currency Jet Life. Yeah, Harry Fraud's been been on a on a run. You got to check out the the joint he got with uh, Jim Jones as well. That dropped not too long ago. That was a pretty good project as well. I I got that in heavy rotation. But uh, yeah, as far as new music, that's all I care about. Nothing really, nothing really dropped. I'm still, still on that Lemon Pepper Freestyle by Drake. I mean, my guy went crazy on that shit, man. Absolutely crazy. Now I do want to put y'all on something, man. Uh, hip hop, hip hop uncovered. It's on FX. If you haven't seen it, I, I, I recommend that you check it out. Uh, it's real. Uh. It's um, it's a documentary by Big U. Uh, if you know Big U, he was a notorious, notorious gangster out in L.A. But um, it's uh Big U, Bimmy, um, Deb, Haitian Jack, um, you know, just legends in the hip hop game, legends in the streets, just you know, people whose names just just hold weight. And, you know, you, if you, if you, if you talking crazy on their names, you're going to have to come correct about it, you know, and they pretty much get a backstories on everything that's going on and how they got into the industry and, you know, with Deb finding Waka and Nikki and Gucci and that whole saga and big you and him and nip and everything going on and bimmy and run dmc and how he got into it from coming from the supreme team i mean it was a real um a real decent documentary i i, I liked it. it's like a like a six-part series i believe 
you'll like it. You should definitely check it out. I appreciate you. If you like it, let me know. If you don't like it, hey, man, fuck you. Sorry. Now, we got to talk about Snowfall. (coughs) Excuse me. I mean, (sighs) I don't know. I thought Franklin was falling off the past couple weeks, but it seemed like he's kind of kind of getting his shit back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think Franklin is starting to get his step back. Now, Leon, my thing is, what you doing, bro? Because remember, when they was in the hospital, Franklin told him, yo, lay low, chill out. You know what I'm saying? We'll figure something out. What Leon do? Leon went and got a private investigator. He fucking staking out Scully Grandma House. End up killing Scully daughter. When Scully boy. Now, I still think Scully boys is on that bullshit for pulling the guns out. Leon kills Scully daughter. Don't kill the baby mama. Leaves the baby mama alive. Man boy already already let let it be known what time it is. I don't know, man. I don't know. Leon gets put all right, spoiler alert. So Saint puts Leon into like a little apartment or whatever, try to hide him out. This nigga gets his hair braided by Franklin Mama. And then he leaves. He go to his crib. He go grab whatever he need to grab, whatever he had stashed up, thinking that he's invisible because he got braids now. People just forget how you walk and how you look, where you stay. And disappears. I'm sick of Leon. I've been sick of Leon since Franklin had to tell his ass before. Nigga, chill out. They could just drive the car. Just drive the car. You not me. It's only room for one me. And I'm I'm the me. It's only room for one me. What are you doing? I I don't know, man. I've 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 had it up to 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 the top of my forehead with Leon. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Y'all, this joint is kicking my ass today. But um, yeah, so Snowfall, I'm looking forward to that shit tonight. Hopefully it's a good episode, but yeah, I just need Leon to die so we can go ahead and get back to this money. Cause, uh, and I need that, that, the aid, the investigator, I need her just to, I need her to get killed. I think Franklin daddy gonna, gonna put that shit in his ear and he gonna, yeah, he gonna go ahead and get her, get her done. Cause she finding out too much. I mean, she pulling up shit I forgot happened. I might, excuse me, I might even lie. I might even lie. I I was forgetting about a lot of shit, man. But I do want to switch gears on a sad note. We lost two legends within the past week. Marvelous Marvin Hagler and also NBA legend Elgin Baylor 
both were icons to their respective sports. Both were great gentlemen. Both were very accomplished. Both held their end of the bargain as far as being at the top of their game, being at the top of, of their sport. They dominated. They were champions. They weren't involved in any scandals. There was word that uh, Marvin Hagler passed away after complications from a coronavirus vaccine. But his wife did come out and, you know, knock all those bashes. You know, she bashed all that down. She was actually with him when he passed away. And um, it happened suddenly, but she did confirm that it wasn't from the vaccines at all. So it's just real sad. It's uh. Yeah, it's uh you hate to see the legends go. You know, because when you look at boxing and you you look at basketball, these are two people that really laid the foundation for what we see today. And it's kind of bittersweet because yeah, people know, people giving them their flowers, they know how great they are, but it's just kind of bittersweet because you know that their contributions were so large. So important that nobody else would be able to fill them. So, again, to their families, Elgin Baylor, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, rest in peace. To the eight souls in Atlanta, rest in peace. To the ten souls in Colorado, rest in peace. All the other mass shooting victims in the United States, rest in peace. If you lost anybody to COVID, rest in peace. Man, it's just death, you know. It's death. And my prayers go out to all my listeners. If you've lost anybody recently or if you just lost anybody in general, rest in peace. My prayers are with you. I wish you peace. I hope that you're able to get over it. And when I say get over it, I don't mean that in a malicious way. I hope that you're able to get over that hump in your life to be able to continue on because you still have plenty of life to live. Just because one life stops doesn't mean that your life has to stop either. Because nine times out of ten, I know whoever you're mourning over will want you to continue on and do your thing. And be the person that you were and that you are. They knew you to be. So with that being said, I want to thank everybody again for checking me out. Seeing what I got going on. You got your stimulus check. Hopefully you're not broke. But if you are, shit, fuck it, man. It's your money. Do your thing. But I I hope you're not. Kept it light today, man. Light pod. You know what I'm saying? (sighs) Hopefully, we don't have as much death next week. Hopefully, we can be on a little bit of a lighter mood. But um, until next Wednesday, I wish you wealth. I wish you health. I hope you're productive. Hope you're able to provide food, shelter, clothing for you and the ones you love. 
I'm going to try to do the best I can. Peace.